0: This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over
1: to network.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com.
0: Hi, I'm Don Brody, a comedian with a history degree and the host of the podcast, Hilf. History, I'd like to fuck. Each episode, I am joined by a new guest who has brought me a subject from history that they want to know more about. Then I hit the books, I dig deep in the anal's, and stimulate. <laughs> We've covered Frankenstein, Houdini, Joan of Arc, Pompeii, the Salem witch trials, right? Ugh. Join us and find out for yourself that history is a party, and everybody's coming. <laughs>
1: We're a good time. It was a good time. Good time. And Nick will be back next week. Where is he? He's being a father.
2: Father, good luck. Next husband. Did are just shit together. Hello and welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your host, Dave Hope. With me again, Sarah Retalick. Sarah, hello. Uh, no. i got to stop saying with me again, because it's with me always, because you're contractually obligated to be here all the time.
1: Yeah, I just uh, cashed your check, so we're good.
2: Thank you. It's clear. Yeah.
1: It cleared. Yeah. I know. I was like, this motherfucker.
2: Who knew that paying you in goldfish crackers would work?
1: Seriously. Fantastic. Parmesan flavor all day. Uh,
2: parmesan. Aye. Give me the parmesan. The
1: parmesan. parmesan. Ah, bafango.
2: Eh?
0: <laughs>
2: Speaking of parmesan, that has nothing to do with this. But uh,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh before we get into our story, I just want to say that this is a very sad day for in a pickle because this is the last episode of the don't do what dykstra does honoring him turning 60 so, so sad yeah it's it's, sad. it's been
1: so enjoyable that like i'm i know we're going into conspiracy month but there's nothing nothing that tickles my fancy like lenny dykstra stories i'm sorry it's just it you know the don't do what dykstra does is so chock full of life lessons that uh you know we as adults can still learn from
2: yeah absolutely it's uh it's almost too bad that dykstra and charles buckley turned 60 in the same year but because we could have had like a uh I'm not your role model segment. Right. And talked about Charles Barkley, but I think Lenny Dykstra is 10 times 10. Times oh yeah. He
1: takes the cake, yeah. you know.
2: Charles Barkley is I love I love Barkley.
1: How could you not? Yeah. Seriously.
2: But I love Barkley cuz he's great. I love Dykstra cuz he's a fucking train wreck. Facts. You know? So, uh we got a little rewind segment, so <laughs> Let's get into the rewind real quick. Last week, we told you that, uh, what, what was the name of that place? Uh, Duval County? Duval County, close to Jacksonville, Florida. Last week was our biggest pickle because they took the uh, Roberto Clemente book off the shelves. And Sarah now has a list of all the books that were removed from the library. So, Sarah, what kind of books are on this list? Is there, is there an actual number of books or is it
1: on this list? There's 176 books that were banned.
2: 176 books. Yes. Let's get into some of these titles. We don't have to read all 176 books because that would be the entire show.
1: Correct. Yes. Uh, So these books, the narratives all uh, consist of like racism or they're like black authors or stories about black men and women historical or, or non-historical uh there's a lot of asian american asian stories anything that's um lgbtq uh transgender anything like that uh Okay so been... so far
2: you're telling me that florida hates blacks asians uh gays and trans people.
1: That is what Duval County is uh teaching me here.
2: Huh. Different
1: also, um, Native Americans, because one of the books is Crazy Horse's Vision, which I was like, how could you? But All right. Like, and I put my hands up. I was just like, I can't. Right. Yeah. Um. Some of these books I've actually seen and, you know, like a, a dog named Haiku, they banned the um life story of hank uh hank aaron which is called henry aaron's dream um you know who rosa it's like um who is rosa parks they banned that apparently they don't want anyone to know who anyone is uh nino wrestlers the world the nino series they banned that whole series Pink is for Boys, which is a really cute children's book, by the way, which that baffled me when I saw that. Um, Pride, the story of Harvey Milk and the Rainbow Flag. Uh, There's just, it goes on and on. Uh, Thank you, the Jackie Robinson story. You know, they banned so many books that made me just pause and go, what? Yeah. Like, who is the Dalai Lama? Like, that's just... Like, how do you ban that? It is apparently, in. like I'm looking at it in parentheses, it says who was series. So I'm guessing that they banned the the entire who was series.
2: That's really strange, though. I don't understand why.
1: It's, I have no clue, but a lot of this is all historically based. And then it makes you question the school system going further into children's education because at some point in time they're going to cross paths with these people in history so it's something where by taking these children's books off the shelves you are limiting their education
2: i uh i'm at a loss for words on this one and that's that's a rarity for me because
1: that is a huge rarity you went silent and i was like did you stroke out
2: yeah i i half stroked out but i I gathered myself together um but it's all these books that were banned but readily available is the hitler biography right (laughs) like Uh, i mean
1: what what, i don't know what to say i don't you know the fact that um pen america was able to construct this list just like facts that's what's What I'm happy about is that they are able to expose it, but at the same point in time, it's kind of like, why are you depriving kids? Like, it's not cool. Like, even if a child has a background that may not see eye to eye with the rest of the world, and it's very, you know, whatever it may be, um, every child has the, the freedoms and the opportunities to be inquisitive and... Florida is definitely like, nope, no, you can't do that. This is how it's going to be. This is going to be our teachings. Right. Sorry. Black people, Asian people, you know, Hispanics, Native Americans, gays. They don't. None of those people exist. It's just right.
2: It's just (laughs) like, what is it down in Florida? Whites only? Like, I
1: uh, not from what I've seen. I don't understand. That's what that is. What's so baffling to me is that
2: what's next for Duval County? Are they going to? separate the water fountains in the movie theaters again.
1: Yes, we just wait and see. Yeah, I mean it's unfortunate. We'll it's keep just our finger really on the sad. button for that. But uh it's sad.
2: If you're from Jacksonville and uh you don't agree with any of this, we want to hear you.
1: Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Yeah.
2: In a pickpot two four seven at gmail.com. You can uh tell us that uh this friggin' place is terrible I I feel like if you want to get out of Florida, if you really want to move out of Florida, I think you should get a group together of people and really just start like sawing Florida off the map.
1: Yeah, like Bugs Bunny in the Looney Tunes cartoon, which is the meme I sent to everyone as soon as I got on the plane to come back to Massachusetts. I was like, sent that meme to everyone.
2: Like Absolutely. on my way
1: home, but doing this first.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. I don't get it. That that nah, nah, whatever. That's Florida. Um, the NBA All Star game was over the weekend. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, you want to talk about something that is completely a waste of time? Um, it's definitely the all of the beginning parts of the All Star game. And I
1: find I, it to be the whole thing. I just don't even.
2: Yeah, I, you know the skills competition used to be really cool. Um, it now it's just like it. I don't know. It just seems all a stage. Plus the fact, like the NBA thinks we're stupid because they they docked it in an, a a new a new plan. Like they're trying to be hip and with the kids, right? So it's like schoolyard where it's like we're gonna get all these guys together and pick two captains, and they're gonna pick their team live and on air in front of everybody right before the game. Okay, so it's uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and uh, LeBron James, right? They're captains. There, it's no longer East and West, right? Oh, <laughs> so I,
1: I like
0: what is so going- at
2: work at work last night. I was like so busy and I was all by myself, and I have these order pads, and I ran out of paper and I had to go to the next table, and like the order pad was empty and even like I even wrote on the back, it front and back of the order pads. So I just like, I was looking for like a coaster or something. I was like, fuck it. I'll just write on my hand.
1: For those at home that don't know, (laughs) Dave has that order written on his hand I have
2: somebody's food order written on my hand. It's a boneless buffalo, uh, a mushroom and Swiss burger. Well done with half fries and half rings, a bacon cheeseburger, medium well with half fries and half rings. And they got uh, a main lunch, which is a delicious beer and a cocktail called the Vermont, which is... uh, aperol and gin and it's delicious because i made it up so. <laughs> so
0: that is that is food
2: hour with dave and sarah uh i forget where i was going with this
1: uh you were discussing um, oh it's no longer east shenanigans and, w- and yeah.
2: bullshit it's no longer east and west on the on the nba all-star which i i, I don't know why i whatever but So the two of them get together and they start naming players. Oh, I'm going to take Jason Tatum. I'm going to take uh, this guy, this guy, this guy, right? And it's supposed to be live and unscripted and I don't know. I might take somebody else. But when they call these guys, there's a bunch of kids there with the jersey and their name already on the back of the jersey. So none of that is real. None do of that you, is like
1: Well, do you think here's here's the flip side of that. Do you think that they print the names on both jerseys?
2: Well, what a complete waste that is though.
1: Well, no, because they're going to send those jerseys off to like
2: a third, a third world, world country. country.
1: Yeah. Just like they're all wearing, you know, Cincinnati Super Bowl winner t-shirts right now.
2: That's true. And Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Yeah. So wow.
2: I don't know. That just seems like a complete waste. What a waste yeah, of time. Yeah,
1: well, so isn't the NBA All-Star game.
2: That's true. Is a complete
1: uh, waste. Everything I have read this morning as a recap about it was that it was the worst game. It was such a waste of time. It was just ridiculous. Well, these guys and
2: really don't care. They, I mean, no. it it doesn't get interesting until the fourth quarter for them because there's a $75,000 bonus for the winning, uh, the winning team you know each player makes and and like you know all that shit goes to charity and blah 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 blah, but like nobody's really trying those guys were hucking up shots from behind the backboard like they were like eh, whatever i don't care yeah nobody's not um it's just it's weird but for all you celtics fans out there jason tatum was named all-star mvp and he broke anthony davis's scoring record anthony davis scored uh 52. Uh, I don't remember what all star game it was, but uh, Tatum scored 55 last night, and he was named the all star MVP. So,
1: word, yeah, yeah. So, I um, mean, I was not gonna watch it regardless. I when the MVP announced that they were gonna put Carmelo as the oh, judge yeah. for the dunking contest. I was like, Yeah, yeah, the I'm Duncan all contest. set with these dunking contest Has
2: flipped on its head not only because Carmelo was one of the coaches but because a white guy won the slam dunk competition and that was
1: the first time since what the 90s
2: yeah since uh Brett Barry yeah. won in the 90s like, i think six? it was 96 yeah Matt McClung sounds like something that hangs on a uh. toilet after you go poop yeah yeah but this i mean i i will i will give credit where credits due uh, his dunks were very impressive and i know it's um you know i know like a lot of it's just not that fun because it's just like the same old dunks and everything but he had some good ones i did i did see that
1: he was right. on team dr j wasn't he
2: uh oh well, i don't even know they broke that up into teams
1: i don't well i don't know or Which dr j silly. or dr j was with him and whatever i don't know i the the whole thing i'm so over it
2: well i think the trophy's named after him the slam dunk trophy's named after dr j But I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know. I just saw him in a picture with Doctor J and was like, "Is this? I don't know. I don't really care. I don't care enough to invest, like to click and read the article." I was like, "I'm moving on." What
2: is cool though is he was put on the. He said yes to this because none of the big stars would do slam dunk competitions anymore. It's Mm -hmm. just I don't know why.
1: Well, no, because if you get hurt, it's so easy to get hurt.
2: Absolutely. But it's, it's whatever. And, uh, Mac McClung was called up from, um, the, to the 76ers a week before the slam dunk contest. So, oh, so that was pretty cool. You
1: no, know? that's interesting.
2: Yeah. But, uh, speaking of NBA, did you see that Paul Pierce was fined $1.4 million for pushing crypto?
1: I sure did.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they caught him.
1: it? it's like come on man like whew, pump the brakes didn't you yeah. i don't know he's just looking for the wheelchair
2: so am i and i'm willing to pay up to up towards one hundred dollars for that shit i got 50 wheelchair. cents for that shit that 50... wheelchair so. right. um everybody poops real quick before you get into the news uh brian forbes he is an NBA player, now former NBA player, because he beat his girlfriend because she was making more money than him on OnlyFans than he was in the NBA. Well, guess what? Now, because you beat her and were arrested for it, now you don't make any money because you got You make zero. You make zero. You make zero.
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: congratulations, asshole.
1: My whole thing is, is I have the feeling that that was an excuse by him because she's making her money. I mean, she one, she's a porn star, and two, she's making more money through OnlyFans. So I feel that there was a lot more behind it, but it also doesn't justify your behavior, you shithead. So just beat it.
2: My wife doesn't beat me for my OnlyFans page.
1: Yeah, she does. Why are you well, lying?
2: Well, that's Where how the I make fuck money. You because lying? <laughs> it's, Why her you lying? it's her yeah, beating it's... me. It's her beating me on OnlyFans. I
1: yeah. know. I I watch it. Like... <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, we're fully and the... clothed, and I'm sitting on the couch, and she just comes with a frying pan and just hits me over the head.
1: There was one time she came out with like a full-on switch. <laughs> because she and she made you like two weeks before go outside and pick your own switch. I uh, yeah. Like and she's like whipping it around like this isn't yeah. a sturdy one. Oh yeah, yeah. She was she wasn't she doesn't fuck around.
2: And then one time we were walking by each other in the hallway and she just shanked me like prison rules. Yeah,
1: with a toothbrush.
2: Yeah, shaved down toothbrush. She it shaved wild.
1: it down. Man.
2: Got a lot of hits for that one. That was
1: nice. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I subscribed. <laughs>
2: All right, let's take it. Let's take the news, and then get to the pickle, and then we'll do our last installment of "Don't Do What Dykstra Does."
1: I'm so bummed, but
2: I am excited. I am excited that Conspiracy Month is coming.
1: I am too. Yeah. March, is, March is, but fun. at the same time, I'm like, oh, it's March! Holy crap!
2: Uh speaking of which, in in the month of March, if anyone wants to jump on these episodes, conspiracy episodes, we're gonna do one sporting event each week we're going on the four major sports if you are a big uh sports head in that particular category whether it be football baseball hockey basketball let us know we want you to jump on the show with us
1: come on down
2: yeah we got room for uh well i I mean we're on zoom so we got room for i think 100 but i don't want to do that many people so one or two people come on the show with us. That'll be fun, you know. Oh, Mom, maybe we'll too. do uh, uh, a fact uh, or uh, believe or not believe. Yeah, you know, we'll oh, vote on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: I could. Yes, I maybe like. We that. could put
2: a panel together. We'll we'll need three more people. That way, there's not an odd number.
1: Three more people. Yeah, we we like, might be. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll. That's it's hard. Yeah, that's It'll
2: yeah, work. <clears throat> work. All right. Kick us with the news. Let's do it. All
1: right. So according to pro football talk early in the Super Bowl week, representatives of an Arizona hotel owned by the Marriott informed the NFL network of a misconduct complaint made by an unnamed employee about the Mike about Michael Irving. And this resulted in Irving being removed from football, uh, Super Bowl coverage on both the NFL Network and ESPN, which I didn't even realize. Like, I was so oblivious and didn't even realize it until I read this article and went, oh, yeah, he's usually all over ESPN with all coverage. This was... Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Um. So Irving uh, has reacted with... Um, filing a hundred million dollar lawsuit against Marriott and the accuser via uh, TMZ.com. The judge has ordered that the Marriott identify the name of the employee and produce video evidence of the alleged interaction. And they must disclose the NFL network employee or employees to whom they made the report. So I was like, okay, I didn't hear anything about this. And then found it, and I was like, "Oh, he's suing Marriott because it popped up as a headline." And then I dug a little deeper and I was like, "Oh, so there was something that happened. He was removed from full coverage."
2: That all right? So, so a hundred million dollars, right? Right. He's gonna sue. Um, is this is this real?
1: I don't know. I guess we wait and see. Since um, the judge is requesting video footage and the the weird thing of how they didn't release the i understand why they didn't release the accuser's name to like the public yeah but they didn't release it to the courts so i know i know the marriott wants to protect their people and i get that right um but they do need to provide some kind of information also like what did the marriott just like call up the nfl and was like hey yo just uh you know like who did you right. call at the nfl network to say guess what this happened I, that's- well the
2: thing is even if you're protecting your employees if someone is threatening a hundred million dollar lawsuit even if you are the marriott you know like you make money hand over fist you basically print money the hundred million dollars is, is no that that's some heavy paper like I would give up anybody who did wrong if someone was going to sue me for a hundred million. Yeah,
1: there's he's suing regardless
2: of how big my corporation was,
1: right? He's suing the Marriott and the accuser, so he's suing both of them. So it's like, just say what it is, provide the video footage. I mean, this is everything's you know innocent until proven guilty, but and
2: it's terrible publicity, even like even you know that old, you, you know. Shit, where it's like any bad
1: news, good uh, news, bad news, any news is whatever it is, good news, bad news is good news, or (laughs) right, whatever the Jesus, right? Here we are.
2: It's just, it's not looking good for that kind of stuff, you know, where it's like, you know, now it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be one of those things where it's like, okay, well. I'm not gonna stay in a Marriott if I'm an athlete because who knows? You know? I don't I don't wanna be in trouble here.
1: Well, the best part about this is the Marriott's a big sponsor for the NFL. Right. <laughs> so that's what's the best part about it. So it's like, well, I mean, we don't know. We don't know what happened. We won't know until, you know, there's information released, but I'm gonna keep my eye on it. We'll see yeah, what's up? Absolutely. I just uh, found that it was weird that like it was not on like a lot of um media outlets.
2: I I wonder I hate to do the conspiracy thing, but like I wonder if the NFL kind of buried this one because they're a sponsor. Maybe. I mean, let, let's not let's not forget the fact that this isn't the first time that the Marriott is in some sort of scandal with sports. The Marriott Nashville is home to the Aaron Andrews thing.
1: Yeah. So it's you know? not and she their first won, rodeo. She yeah. won
2: like a hundred gazillion dollars from that, I believe. I think it was 100 gazillion dollars. It's They had to make up a new name for the amount of money that she won because she was being spied on. <laughs> Which totally like invasion uh, of privacy. Hell yeah.
1: yeah, huge invasion of privacy.
2: Up. But like this, yeah, you're 100%. This is not the Marriott's first rodeo. Mm-mm. So,
1: no. And it's, it's something too that, you know, when you start, and I, I've, the past is the past, but, you know, I always go back to the infamous White House in Dallas with, um, Michael Irving you know when he was in football player and all the shit that transpired at the White House down there you know all this there's you can read all the stories online there's stories there's that was the party house for the Cowboys and uh right yeah and he's not a tame dude he's very passionate he's very electric I guess you could say and that's why you know ESPN loves him but uh I don't put it past I mean I'm not saying that it happened I'm just saying like based off of my opinion of how he is I wouldn't put it past him even if it wasn't like a sexual misconduct I couldn't put it past him telling some you know 20 year old kid who dropped his bags to go fuck off or something right right we should
2: put together a show I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one of our episodes because obviously like we're stacked for March.
1: Stacked, stacked,
2: stacked. We need ideas for April. I'm gonna put together a list of uh, sports commentators who were athletes that they now have these big high profile jobs as talking heads, but were in a slew of shit when they were players.
1: Dude, Chris Collingsworth is the worst.
2: Ray Lewis, he killed two guys.
1: Oh, yeah, we know that. But you ever <laughs> see the video of Chris Collingsworth where he's talking about young girls and how no. much he. Oh, I'll send it to you. You can YouTube it, too. There's a video of Chris Collingsworth. He just got um, drafted uh, into the NFL, and he's talking about how much he loves young girls. Oh, my God. And he's talking about we're, we're talking like young Oh girls. no! Like yep. not of age. Of not of age. Oh, He's de- he the whole like, video like
2: Carmelone
1: young. Not Carmelone young, but teenage girls. Oh, that's not awful. thirteen, a little bit older. Oh, you 14. know that, yeah, <laughs> that. You know that like sixteen realm. You know if you watch the video, you're just going to be thinking, Matthew "Gross." Matthew McConaughey in "Um Days and Confused" the yeah. whole time. Right, you know, all right. All right. Uh, uh, you know, I love those high school girls. I get getting older, and they just stay the same age. Yeah. And that's what Chris Collingsworth is like. The whole video. It's yeah. That's gross. And it's Chris Collingsworth who looks like freaking. Be
2: this. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's true. All right, so maybe we'll do that in April. That'll be fun. I can be this. We'll do one person every I week. Need TV for my well, we'll do a couple of people every week. You know. Oh yeah,
1: there's there's plenty.
2: Maybe we'll do one sport each week. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm sure there's a shitload of there's a sport.
1: Shitload. Oh, bay.
2: Football would probably take about three months
1: seriously well, oh i'm would... sorry i
2: forgot i forgot to say um allegedly, allegedly. yeah get those yeah. quotations yeah, the gotta, air quotes you gotta, up you gotta put the quotes up
1: yeah that's why i just sit here and i'll just do the air quotes yeah. this whole show just that's, do this. that's our
2: new shirt too we're just gonna do quotes and it says it's just allegedly good. allegedly yeah
1: you know also, it's like I, I need Dan drawing. from Letter allegedly.
2: I need that drawing of John Stockton's nuts.
1: <laughs> John Stockton's beans. Yeah, I
2: need <laughs> I want to make that shirt with that graphic. John Stockton's nuts.
1: For those that missed that. <laughs>
2: uh, we were on live on Friday and Sarah drew a great picture of John Stockton's nuts. Yeah, there it is.
1: John Stockton's beans.
2: If you're on if you're on YouTube, <laughs> check out this YouTube video. We'll post it on there.
1: Beautiful. And I'll post
2: it everywhere. Icom yeah, I The hell with it.
1: Just share it everywhere. No. I mean, I just think of him as running in the neighborhood and his beans are hitting his knees, and he stops yeah. to talk to his neighbor, Cheryl, and he's stretching on her stairs and it's just Hey
2: Cheryl, beautiful got this week. You
1: know? Oh John, just... you're
2: nuts are hanging out <laughs> on the bottom of your shorts. Sure are Cheryl. And he just runs.
1: Runs and then just Yeah, swooshing around, flopping around. Gotta let them air out. Right.
0: All right. What else we got in the news? John Stockton's (laughs) (laughs) scenes.
1: All right. What we have next in the news? A Las Vegas grand jury has indicted New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara and three others in an alleged nightclub beating from February 2022. They face charges of conspiracy to commit battery, as well as battery resulting in substantial body bodily harm. Wow, that was a hard one. Bodily yeah. harm. <laughs> uh, Kamara's next court date has been set for March second in Nevada District Court, and this is per Fox Eight News. David Charns. Weird
2: that somebody would get in trouble in Vegas.
1: Who knew? Right. <laughs> Who knew that it's that's like, where it's you like, could get it's in news, trouble?
2: But it's not because it's like, mm, yeah, shit's gonna pop off. Do you know you where know? my
1: brain went with this? What? And this is maybe Tupac? this. Ding 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 ding, <laughs> ding, ding 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 This is like Yeah. all I could think of was the video of them in the MGM hotel and they're yep. just all beefing and fighting. Yep. And then yeah, I was like, this is some tupac shit like conspiracy yep. to commit battery right like that's definitely some death row shit right there and
2: it's gonna be as fun much, to see how it pans out
1: right as much as i'm like i'm not here for it i'm here for it oh I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm it. yeah yeah uh
2: so like what's what's gonna happen now is he gonna be you think he's gonna be suspended or do you think it's just gonna be like
1: meh What I find is interesting is there really hasn't been that much of a comment from the NFL. Not surprising, but they you got to do something. Right. Right. Like, I just don't understand it. You got
2: to do something before this Kamara. I mean, he might kill someone, you know, or shit. He might get killed himself. Who knows? It really could be like the Tupac situation. Like, who knows?
1: Right. People are you, nuts you know.
2: now. Like you can't you just know. assume that like stuff's gonna stop. Yeah, no. you know, like oh, okay, now that we have, um, you know, now that we're gonna go gonna go to court, everything will be settled by the ju- judicial system and we'll be fine. No, no, that's not how life works.
1: No, because you know? it's always retaliation on absolutely a lot of things. all the and time. And it's gonna be it don't matter.
2: And, and it's gonna be like the same. It, it, I mean. You compare it to gangster rap because, like, that's how we grew up. Like, that's right. our generation, right? Where it's like, even if you being the aggressor and you being the famous one, your you might not get touched, but like your boy's gonna get shot by. I, and I'm just saying, I'm I, in the gangster rap mentality. You know, they're gonna retaliate on your crew, and you are gonna retaliate on their crew. Meanwhile, the two big names in it that fought each other or whatever happened to them. Nothing's going to happen to them until like everyone's gone. And it's like, oh, great. But last man standing, we got to do something. Right.
1: You know, it's like, uh, I, I, it's very boys in the hood mentality. Yeah. You know, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's also, great let movie, me, by the way, it's an amazing movie. I love that movie. Uh, but let me just say this right here if he had a role enrolled in our program. Yep. You know, the three people that he would be with wouldn't be the other ones that are with him in court. Right. There would be one to say, no, no, no. Yeah. Then he would have his fall guy. Yeah.
2: He wouldn't even be in court. His fall guy would be in in court. court.
1: And now we're introducing another guy to just punch you in the face. So now it's four guys. Well, no, it's three. Oh, it's, right? thre- it's,
2: still three. it's we're doing three. It's the
1: fall guy. Oh, no, we have the financial guy, too, huh? Oh, I think he just- was
2: the third, though.
1: He was the third. Yeah,
2: he was the third.
1: Financial maybe-
2: guy is an option, though. Like,
1: All right, yeah. You don't, I mean, have have don't have to have him. You don't
2: have to. It's the guy to so, tell guess- you no, the fall guy, and then for an extra fee, you'll get a financial advisor.
1: Yeah, and we definitely need someone to punt. And maybe it is the, the, the guy to tell you no who just punches you in the face. Or punches somebody else in the face. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Well, if you're it's
2: gonna punch somebody else in the plate it's got to be the fall guy. Fall guy. I'm not paying for all these people to hang out with you. Because I mean, remember, we no, but pay... they're
1: paying. But they're paying for us. They're to pay paying for, them.
2: for it. But we have to make a profit off of this. And I'm not. You know, all we really have to do is fill the the uh, fall guy's canteen in prison. Right. You know, but the guy who says no, don't do that. I mean, we're gonna have to pay him.
1: Yeah, but we'll we'll be the MLB. We'll just up the prices. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to.
2: Yeah, you know, if eight ounce beer, we'll charge two hundred and eighty five dollars.
1: Right, we're gonna use the MLB's business tactic.
2: They'll all pay for it. Oh yeah, everybody, everybody will pay for it. Absolutely to stay out of trouble.
1: Absolutely. If I was
2: making all that money, I'd spend. What did we say the price was? Five hundred thousand dollars
1: something like that yeah <laughs> i the don't herb. know we talk a lot of numbers and things and yeah.
2: words yeah 500 thousand dollars i got a guy we'll send you two guys i got i got john schneider the uh blue jays uh gm saved a woman from choking in a restaurant
1: i did see that yeah,
2: good old florida he said that uh he noticed that the woman was choking so he got up he was eating lunch with his wife And he saw the woman that was choking at the next table, so he got up and gave her the Heimlich maneuver, and then she spit out the food, and of course, she was grateful for him saving her life. And then he looked at the table, and he's like, didn't you guys know that she was choking? And the whole table was like, yeah, but we don't know what to do. So instead of, like, helping her, they all just sat there. They just sat there? Maybe they took out their phones and took a video. Maybe I'll search for the video. They all sat there while this woman died. Ugh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like doing something is better than doing nothing but
1: uh but that's like the the mindset of so many people now is like i'm just gonna do nothing yeah because it's i don't want to be involved or uh, it's too much for me or uh, it just
2: no uh, it. it's crazy
1: Hate everyone.
2: So, all right. Let's get into the biggest pickle besides the table of people with that woman who is now I'm thinking should be the
1: big pickle. <laughs> no, it's right. like her husband and kid. <laughs> yeah, right. And she's she's now today at well, it's presidency, but tomorrow she'll be at probate filing for divorce. Right. Why are you filing? Because my husband just sat there. And then she dug a little <laughs> bit deeper and found out he took out an insurance policy.
2: Ah, that's right. Oh yeah, conspiracy. conspiracy. All right, biggest pickle. <laughs> Who is this week's biggest pickle? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: This week's biggest pickle is Tim Peel. Who?
2: From Keen Peel. Uh, Keen Peel.
1: No, not the Kim comedian. Peel. No, Tim Peel. Tim Peel. You want to know who Tim Peel is?
2: I do want to know who Tim Peel is.
1: Okay. He's a former NHL referee who has had a few questionable last few years of his career there. You know, now yeah. he's former, but the last few years were very questionable.
2: But he's former for a reason, right? Right. Okay.
1: Um. So here's some examples Um. of why he is... Uh, very questionable. So he was always trying to balance out calls for teams or making up penalties. If you are a hockey fan and want to continue having little to no trust in the NHL, uh, in the NHL refs, look up the video referee Tim Peel overheard explaining that he wanted to call a penalty on the Predators. And this was during a Predators Red Wings game. He is blatantly saying I was trying to get a fucking penalty for the the predators early there so just making up calls also he had an infamous tweet after Nazam Kadri's injury last season that read karma and then he deleted it um he deleted it and then everyone screenshotted it and it was it was just uh yeah so There's a little backstory of uh, why he's a piece of shit, but that's not the reasoning, like, why he's the big pickle of the week. Like, that, not even close as to why. So his most recent endeavor is uh, berating 17-year-old referees at his son's games.
2: Because that's what, what you should do.
1: That's exactly what you yeah. should do. Yeah. Uh Peel was reportedly upset because the young referees ejected former NHL players Matt Lashoff and Jamal Mayers. Uh, they were the co-coaches of the team his son plays on. Uh The officials that were being berated also detailed the incident of parents screaming obscenities at players who were no more than 10.
2: Christ. Who we're no it, more
1: than 10. And, and these this goes parents back to yelling at these kids.
2: This goes back to a couple of episodes ago. Where we talked about how nobody wants to umpire little league games anymore, and
1: mm-hmm. nobody
2: wants to ref anything anymore because the parents are out of control.
1: Fucking insanity. Uh, so this event of the berating had happened on January 15th, and on February 5th, the officials' families filed a police report. Um, Of course, his lawyer states uh, that this is inaccurate and Peel would have not berated, chastised, or say anything other than encouraging to a young referee. Right, because uh, he doesn't
2: uh, have a history with he that.
1: He doesn't have a history at all. Right. right? He's right. not a piece of shit at all. Jesus. Like, I could see it now. Like, he's got all this, you know, towards the end of his career, he basically teetered off and just did whatever the fuck he wanted. And now he's like reversing instead of everyone telling him he sucks he's telling everyone that they suck but they're all minors
2: right wow
1: minors you're just like you suck like maybe that's how you start
2: maybe that's how you start the the your life as a as an aggressing person no no it can't because he's regressing
1: He's regressing big yeah. time.
2: Oh, that's true. Unbelievable. Like, this is
1: why nobody wants to do anything
2: with youth right. sports anymore.
1: It's so unfortunate because you have these people who feel that they're so entitled that they know everything. And you're yelling at a minor. Right. Who's basically making like, I don't know, $17 an hour, if that. and doing usually get it because... like a, a
2: flat fee for the game. So yeah. I used to give the umpire 60 bucks to ump again you know and they split that amongst two people
1: is that worth 60 bucks
2: right that's not worth it to like parents to scream at you even when they're walking off the field they're still screaming at the yeah they're
1: constantly like the whole time it's just so unnecessary like this behavior the thing is is okay you want to freaking yell at umps and refs and all that stuff but your kids are fucking watching you. Right. The most life lessons that are learned are from observations from your children.
2: Absolutely.
1: Not from you yelling or you talking to your kids. It's from what your kids see. Your kids see more and they actually absorb it more. So you acting like a fuckstick is unbelievable.
2: Right. Right. your
1: kids so when your kids are 17 18 and you're asking why your kids are sticks well look in the mirror because I got it from watching you dad
2: and if you're if you're a parent you're berating these uh referees and these coaches and wh- whatever right yeah. now if you're if you're a 10 year old kid and you're absorbing all that aggression coming out of your parents and and you're attacking the the refs what would happen or no, let me let me let me rewind that. Whoop. You cannot be surprised when or if your child beats the shit out of the ref on the field ice or whatever. Cause we've seen that before.
1: We have. You
2: can't be a you let's go back to all those times where the child like beat the ref on the ice. Let's see if his parents years ago. We're screaming from the stands at the ref because, right. as a young child, you see your parent yelling at the ref. You think that's okay, and because you're in a game as an older person, you have all this adrenaline in you, and you don't, you can't think. You're not thinking right, and you just attack the ref. Right. You know because well, my parents. That's, if your at parents
1: him, can do it, then yeah. you can. Yeah, it's. It's absolute fuckery, yeah. is what it's... I chalk it up to be. Pure leave. fuckery. Go to the games.
2: Go support your kid. But let's I mean, leave it at that.
1: Here's the thing. You go to a game, and sometimes you'll be like, yeah, ref, you suck, but like... Yeah. Or wear your glasses. But just, you know, if it's a kid that's roughing a game, I'll never do that. I mean, I'm no. like, hey, you know, if it's someone who's like my age or older, I'm like, hey, what the fuck, you know? But like not... To the point where I'm going to have myself removed. I'll just make one comment, and then I'm like, eh, "I'm tired," because like just what? yelling or yeah. cheering, and then I'm just like, "Yay!" It's exhausting. Well, also like, Plus, I don't care. They even if
2: you dump on the ref for making a bad call. First off, they don't care.
1: They they're gonna collect their paycheck regardless. Well, and
2: guess what?
1: That call was already
2: made. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Move what, on. Do? what? I've never, ever, ever seen the ref who made a call and then all these people in this in these stands start saying, Oh, you suck. Get your glasses, you, you piece of shit, blah, 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 And the ref goes, Oh, you know what? I'm sorry, everybody. I'm let's stopped. take it yes. back.
1: Let's stop the let's, game. Let's I'm take gonna it just back. take yeah. this
2: back. You know, he didn't he didn't hard foul this kid. You know, I'll yeah. take that back. You know, like. You take you you leave that up to the coaches. If they want to challenge the play, then they right. would Well, I've it's never I, in my life have have seen a ref been like, "I'll take it back. I'm sorry."
1: I'm so it's sorry. so very different. You know, there are certain behaviors, and maybe that this is where everyone thinks it's okay because you can go to a professional game. Now, and you can yell at the refs, like, it's a a little different. I mean, this is big money. You paid big money to go to this game. Right. Because everything's so expensive. And, you know, you see a shit call, you're like, oh, boo, you kind of go with the crowd. Uh, But to do it at, like, a Little League game or a kid's hockey game or a kid's basketball game or even soccer game. Soccer's are the worst. Soccer's the absolute worst. But to do it there is what makes me go... Wow. Yeah. There's, a, in, line. There's a line. Even in some
2: cases in professional sports though, you've seen the refs kick out members Oh, yeah. I've seen uh, you've the seen audience. It. You see it a lot in baseball. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, hey, yeah, I, I don't I don't blame these guys. I don't blame these guys for at least trying to stand up for themselves, you know, while they're while they're umping or refing and everything.
1: While they're trying and, to do and, their job. And
2: you know what? Not for nothing, but uh, Tim Peel should know of all people, of all people, because how much shit did he get throughout his entire career for all oh. the garbage plays and calls that, and,
1: garbage.
2: and bullshit garbage. that he took over. And now he's just, did you forget all that life? Mm-hmm. Did you forget the life when you were on the, uh, in the NHL circuit or, or going through the motions of all that? Like, it's
1: like he's he's now on his fucking throne, but he's sitting yeah. on his throne of lies. So he's like, Haha, I'm up here on my throne better than you peasants, and I'm going to berate you. But your throne is a throne of lies.
2: Yeah. Plus, wasn't he fired from the NHL? Yeah. Or did he just
1: retire? I thought he retired, but it could have been a little bit of. I thought he got fired buddy. for that. Could be a whole that. lot of things. Yeah. He should have been fired beforehand. He was just awful. He really? was not good. Piece of he- shit. He- All right, so
2: let us now <laughs> get into the final segment of "Do so What Dykstra Does." Uh, obviously, we were not able to secure Lenny Dykstra on the show. We actually found out how much it would cost for him to come yeah. on to the
1: show. Yeah. And it is
2: way out of our budgets. And frankly, I don't really, at this point, I don't really care. Right. I'm not going to pay for it. So, in our final dedication to Lenny Dykstra turning the big 6 we're going to talk about a decade. That wasn't so kind to old nails. So let's take you back, Sarah. Let's get back to the year 2011. Oh. For Lenny, a lot of shit happened to him this year. So let's start with January 12th, 2011. Mm-hmm. Dykstra's housekeeper accused him of sexual assault. But prosecutors declined to file charges after they cited a lack of evidence. How lucky for him.
1: Right? Did he have her clean it up?
2: Well, (laughs) maybe. The report states that a woman alleged that Dykstra forced her to give him oral sex on Saturday and that she did not report the uh, alleged assault until after he failed to pay her $2,000 that he owed her.
1: So. So.
2: That could be. Yeah, I don't want a victim blame. Yeah, I don't either. But it's like, uh, it's so bitch, if, better
1: have my money.
2: If he did get the um oral sex from her, it was just gonna be like, okay, cool. As long as I guess, me.
1: as long as you give me money.
2: Yeah. So I'm,
1: I, I'm so can, yeah.
2: Whatever. But Ugh. that was just January twelfth. That was the start of the year. In that same month, an escort claimed that Lenny bounced a $1,000 check he wrote to her after (laughs) just something about writing a check to a hooker is hilarious. (laughs) He bounced a $1,000 check he wrote to her after he hired her as, quote, his companion to have drinks and conversations with.
1: (laughs) He wrote that in the memo. (laughs) Lenny. That, yeah, I said it, yeah, I just in the memo there. It's like drinks and conversation. Oh,
2: just write something like shoes or like. Right. You don't have to write that. Just... Leave the memo blank for Christ's sake. You don't At have
1: to... that point, you're just like, <laughs> good old fashioned titty fucking. Like, <laughs> write that. Yeah. Like, what is he doing? What yeah. is he doing?
2: When I write a check, when I get an oil delivery for the house, I usually just put dinosaur blood on it. Just Right? You yeah. Write anything in the you memo. can write
1: anything in the memo. So he's like, Companion oh, to have man. drinks and conversation. Lenny, we know you.
2: Lenny, but that's a hookah. Just right We know out. you.
1: And your check bounced.
2: <laughs> and your check bounced. A thousand dollar check bounced. Oh, that's awful.
1: Your you check bounced, Lenny.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> on top of that, on top of the check bouncing, the woman also claimed that she received emails from two other women who were not paid in full by Dykstra. And that he stole one of their credit cards. (laughs) You guys stole a (laughs) hooker's credit card. First of all,
1: did he steal the hooker's credit card to then pay for other hookers? Oh
2: my god, wouldn't that be great,
1: right? But, like, how do you pay a hooker with a credit card? Is it one of those like ass swipe things? Yeah, you gotta swipe swipe through their ass. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I could yeah. just imagine one of the one of the prostitutes taking the credit card and it just says candy on it and it's like <laughs> this ain't your card this is candy or destiny or or glitter or insert hooker's name here <laughs> you know oh man
0: <laughs>
2: so if that's not enough for you in April of 2011 the LA Police Department Crimes, uh, uh, crimes division arrested commercial Dyke-
1: crimes division. Oh, uh,
2: Excuse me, thank you. Commercial crimes division arrested Dykstra on a separate grand theft charge related to the purchase of a vehicle. He was held on a five hundred thousand dollar bail on April thirteenth, two thousand and eleven. Dykstra was arrested. <laughs> Christ, the next, the next day. Right,
0: <laughs> this guy's great.
2: He was arrested for an investigating of grand theft by the LA Police Department in, in in at his home in Encino on suspicion of trying to buy a stolen car. The day, the day after Dykstra, in an unrelated federal complaint, he. He had been all, charged.
1: You're trying to get through the words, <laughs> and it's so hilarious because you know it's coming, and you're laughing, and you're fucking it I, all up. I know. I'm and sorry. Going, I'm gonna... And it's just like I can't. I'm trying to hold my shit together, and I can't.
2: Okay, so, uh, okay, so, uh, he had been charged with embezzling from a bankruptcy estate. He was facing up to five years in federal prison if convicted. Federal prosecutors said that after filing for bankruptcy, Dykstra hid, sold, or destroyed more than $400,000 worth of items from the $18.5 million mansion. Items ranged from sports memorabilia to a uh, a $50,000 sink. At one uh, at one point, he sold a truckload of furnishing and fixtures for cash at a consignment store, according to a statement from the U.S. Attorney's office. He just oh, went a re- the- he went ahead and just what? ripped out the copper <laughs> piping from his house.
1: This is like this lion head chiseling yeah. on the side. I'm going to rip it off the side of the house. Who has oh, yeah, a
2: fifty thousand dollar sink? Who by the has way? a
1: fifty? 50- thousand dollar sink like was that imported marble that like it has like the tears of children and they put it together with their hands like what i just
0: oh also Lenny.
2: he's in a 18.5 million he's in an 18.5 million dollar mansion let's go back and look up how much he made throughout his entire career wasn't even that much
1: 18.5 million dollar mansion but yet is
2: Bouncing checks Bouncing to
1: and this whole grand theft auto stuff. Or, because you know, he, I don't know, do we talk about his bankruptcy? Because we filed, he files, I think it's in here. Um, uh, he... according to
2: baseball reference, his career total earnings were $36,525,000 throughout yes. his entire career from 86 to 98. Uh, the most he's ever made in his career was when he was with the Phillies. He was making about six uh six point two million a year. So his
1: net worth was estimated at fifty-eight million in two thousand and eight. Huh. I well think he did have just, those
2: businesses too.
1: Oh yeah. You know, the Ponzi schemes.
2: Yeah, Little Lanny's Beauties. <laughs> <laughs>
1: rum ham Rum ham.
2: He he did uh he did a lot of rum ham.
1: Rumham. Uh. Sorry, rum ham.
2: All right. So in May of 2011, Dykstra was sentenced to house arrest after his bankruptcy fraud indictment. Under yeah. the terms of his plea agreement, he had been allowed to leave the house only to go to work, attend church. He's not going to church. He ain't going to church. He ain't going to church. Unless it's like church's chicken or something. No, right.
1: or that's the name of a stripper. Church, oh,
2: church, yeah. I gotta go to church. Actually, there used, used to be a, a a nightclub in Boston called Church and everything. Yes, there was. was. Got to go to, Got to go
1: to church, and yeah. they're all wearing their freaking Von Dutch shirts. And, uh,
2: von Dutch. Von Dutch. Uh, so he can only go to work, go to church, or undergo mandatory drug testing. That's the only times he can leave the house. But on June thirteenth, two thousand eleven, Dykstra appeared in the federal bankruptcy court and pleaded not guilty to thirteen charges. He was represented by a public defender, of all people, because if you live in an eighteen point five million dollar mansion and you have a yeah. uh, uh, an, a net worth of you know five, what what would we say fifty something million dollars?
1: Yeah, fifty in, in two thousand eight. Yeah,
2: yeah. So we're Makes only all what, the sense.
1: Really, three a few is, years. Three
2: years removed from that, $58 million, and you bounce a check yeah. the hookers. I mean, you might as well get a public defender, right? Dykstra faces up to 80 years in prison on this, if convicted of charges that included embezzlement, obstruction of justice, bankruptcy fraud, making false statements to bankruptcy court, and concealing property from the bankruptcy court. Uh The bankruptcy... Fraud trial was set on June uh June fifth, twenty twelve. So on June sixth, twenty eleven, Dykstra was arrested and charged with twenty five misdemeanor and felony counts of grand theft auto, identity theft, filing false financial statements, and possession of cocaine, ecstasy, and HGH. This goes back to last week's episode where he was eating HGH for cereal.
1: It's better than his, milk.
2: His first, he first pleaded not guilty to all the charges, but later changed his plea to no contest to GTA and providing false financial statements in exchange for dropping the drug charges, which actually seems well, like seems, a fair trade. Yeah. that seems like a fair trade. Yeah. No, but uh, that's 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 some heavy it's stuff, just,
1: right uh, Lenny.
2: But nothing's better. <laughs> Nothing's better than on August of 2011, when Dykstra was charged for exposing himself to a string of women who answered his Craigslist oh. ad.
1: What did this ad? Hi, is Lenny read? home? <laughs> <laughs> but Hi. what did this ad read? Like what was this? Was he looking for a new housekeeper?
2: He was looking for someone to have drinks and conversations with,
1: and clean his house. I think it's both of those. <laughs> I just just <laughs> he's just
2: wearing a trench coat.
1: <laughs> but it's not a full trench. It's like comes to his hips. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. <not> even...
2: <laughs> and his penis just hanging from the.
1: You he doesn't have his... the top of it. He doesn't have his teeth in. So no. like, oh,
2: yeah. Ah. check out this you gotta clean my house Ah. Uh, he was charged with two misdemeanor misdemeanor accounts for indecent exposure after prosecutors said he exposed himself to six women who answered the ad he placed on Craigslist between 2009 and 2011 he was seeking a housekeeper and or a personal assistant nice
1: that's what makes it so much better
2: you want to clean clean my house all right so like i really enjoy a nice pine scented floor waxing here and also like there's some mirrors here and also (laughs) 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 and the lady's like oh no mr dykstra no no No. it's the the (laughs) housekeeper from the family guy oh no mr dykstra no no
1: home
2: (laughs) because of this he was sentenced in 2012 to nine months in jail after pleading no contest and if you thought prison would slow him down you are completely naive that was just 2011 that was
1: just 2000
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay that was just one year on March 5th, 2012, after unsuccessfully trying to withdraw his, no con- withdraw his no contest, he was sentenced to three years in state prison, receiving nearly a year's credit for time already served. According to court records and press reports, Dykstra had obtained cars vari- from various dealerships using fake statements and stolen IDs. Man, he oh, loves stolen cars. He cards. loves
1: stolen cars, huh? Oh, Unbelievable!
2: Geez. Stolen cars and housekeepers. Unbelievable. For real. On July thirteenth, twenty twelve, Dykstra pleaded guilty in federal court to three felonies, one count each of bankruptcy fraud, concealment of assets, money la- oh and money laundering. He admitted to hiding, selling, or destroying over four hundred thousand dollars worth of items. That were supposed to be part of his bankruptcy filing.
1: Oh, that's, yeah, that's a no good. You don't do that.
2: No, you can't do that. On December 3rd, 2012, he was sentenced to six and a half months in prison and 500 500 hours of community service in order to pay $200,000 in restitution. I'd go bananas if I saw Lenny Dykstra picking up trash. In I highway, would
1: lose my shit.
2: I would pull over and just hang out with him.
1: Right. And he's, you know, he's on the side of the highway picking up trash and he's got yeah. the giant chaw. fucking. Oh yeah. And it, this, but he's making even a bigger mess because it's all down the face of him. And so he's like picking <laughs> up leaking. shits with the spike and it's just all over his shirt.
2: He's sitting there picking up most of his dip than he is. The highway trash. trash. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: Oh, Lenny. So,
2: uh, so it was quiet for the years 2013 and 2014 because he was in prison. In 2015, Lenny was accused of stealing $50,000 in jewelry from porn star Brett Rossi, who was once engaged to Charlie Sheen. Of course, Charlie Sheen is somewhere in Lenny's life, right? Of course.
1: Somewhere. I was just thinking that. I'm like, of course it's intertwined.
2: Uh, Tiger blood.
1: Tiger blood.
2: Rossi told TMZ that Dykstra offered to help her sell jewelry and that he kept everything except for a pair of diamond earrings. Rossi said that the earrings she got back were fake, so he's just hawking off. He's just off.
1: switching them out.
2: Yeah. He's like, he's hey, it's like a, it. A, a, here you go. These aren't real. Nah, yeah, yeah, no, not real. Nah, they're I real. they they're real. one of those quarter machines that you twist. You put the quarter in, you yeah. twist, and a ring pops out. I went yeah, to the yeah, Riviera no, cool. Flea
1: Market. Yeah,
2: Riviera. No, you we went to the Lynn Flea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mass Merchandise Mall. <laughs>
2: I went to Building 19 and got you this nice pair of earrings from the table. It's cool. <laughs> In 2017, Lenny was accused of trashing a hotel room and theft.
1: But wait, what did he steal from the hotel room?
2: According to a report in the New York Post, Dykstra allegedly checked in with a woman to the Hampton Hotel in August of 2017 for a two-night stay. And by the end, he was accused of damaging it, smoking marijuana, and stealing towels bed sheets and the receptionist sunglasses (laughs) (laughs) i mean we hate the sun too but jesus go to the gas station to buy a ten dollar pair of glasses that's what he's accused of stealing towels bed sheets and the poor lady's sunglasses work in the front desk (laughs) unbelievable the manager of the hotel said he went down to check on dykstra and he was invited into the room by a naked woman. Dykstra denied the claims. And he had he had an interesting response to claims of the naked woman. Lenny says, quote, I might have had 10 women in the room. Might have had 15. Might have had 20, he said in the report. Actually, the only thing I had in that room was my dick in my hand.
0: That's <laughs> Lenny
2: oh god
0: i can't hold it
2: unbelievable this is why we devoted the entire month of february to lenny
1: oh oh my god and we're like not even fully like we're there's still more of the decade which is just
2: yeah yeah but this is this is where it actually sadly ends uh, finally, in May of 2018, Dykstra was charged with pulling a weapon on an Uber driver. Lenny was arrested early that Wednesday morning of the month of May in the town of Linden, New Jersey, on charges he threatened an Uber driver while pos- while in possession of drugs. He allegedly pulled out a weapon, pointed it at the driver's head, and threatened to kill him after he turned down Dykstra's request. To change his destination. Police said he did not police said they did not find a weapon, but they did find cocaine, marijuana, and ecstasy on Dykstra when police arrested him around 3 30 in the morning. He was charged with making terroristic threats and several drug offenses. I can only imagine what he said to this poor Uber driver. Which reminds me of that time my dad called the New York cabbie a terrorist right in front of the 9 11 memorial back in 2002.
1: Oh my God.
2: But that story is for my therapist, not this. Oh show.
1: my God. Yeah, you poor therapist.
2: So since 2018, Lenny has stayed out of trouble and out of jail. As of airing of this show today, if you haven't read Lenny's books, "House of Nails," a memoir of life on the edge, I urge you to do show to do so because you will not be disappointed. Happy 60th birthday, Lenny!
1: Happy birthday, Lenny!
2: Oh, uh, have Happy you read? 60. Have you read that book? House I haven't read it.
1: I yeah. I got the gist of it because of all the oh, stories.
2: It is it is beautiful. It is so. It's it's a it's really funny. I, I, I got just, the I got the audiobook because that's the only way I can read books now. Is but being, was it
1: Lenny reading it?
2: Because no, that would have made it better. Oh, no, I wish it was. No, it wasn't. It was. Oh, like, but
1: it would be so much better. It would
2: be. I would. a oh, thousand times better if it was.
1: Oh my god, he'd be like, yeah. And there was this one time. And you know my housekeeper, she came at me and was trying to accuse me of shit. Like the bitch saw my dick all the time. Like yeah. I don't know why she said it. she liked it. She liked it. Like I don't she know. And some of trick, she did. <laughs> of course she did. And some trick was trying to hit me up for a thousand dollars, so I wrote her a fake check and it bounced. And then they came <laughs> at me and it was a whole thing. I was just turning tricks. That's what I did. I turned the tricks.
2: She was coming after me, so I stole her credit card and swiped it on another hooker's ass. Cha ching. fucking lenny lenny oh great Uh, i i wonder if we'll ever see another lenny dykstra in our lifetime i'm sure and i hope we will
1: in our lifetime no no no
2: you don't think we're gonna get some kind of crazy ass dude
1: no i don't think not in professional sports absolutely not i mean it's something where everyone's so on high alert now, and like I mean, all we're this-
0: almost
2: there with Trevor Bauer. If Trevor Bauer did drugs,
1: if he did drugs, but here's the difference: like he's, it's a different time, so he's not having a major league career anymore.
2: Yeah, I know that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a very different time where all the stuff that Lenny did, like Lenny should have been in jail just based on the car accident alone.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: It's something where you look back and you go, "How is this dude one not dead?" did not spend the his, his rest of his entire life in jail. It's just because it was a different time where right. prosecutors didn't see it as that big of a deal. Now everything's a big deal because in reality, it is a big deal.
2: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, real quick before we get off the air, uh, Tim McCarver passed away uh, this month, um, most famous for Deon Sanders throwing a bucket of water at him. Remember that? <laughs> Remember that video? I know, you know yeah. he's famous for Deion Sanders throwing water at him. Uh, but I know that is a In a Pickle moment. All right, so that's going to do it for us at In a Pickle. Go over to IAPradio.com. Follow us on all the social media accounts. Go to our merch store. Check our shirts out. we got the Bubble Boy Chris Seals shirt rolling on sale right now. Just woo. in time for opening day MLB. If you're a Red Sox fan, if you're going to opening day, I will be there. I want to see your Bubble Boy shirt. If you buy a Bubble Boy shirt and wear it at opening day, I will buy you a beer if I see you. You're
1: yes. gonna take out a mortgage for that?
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna take out a small one.
1: Just, I'm just trying to help.
2: I'm just trying you to can help our show out. the people help us? We're also gonna start a GoFundMe to buy fans a beer. So <laughs> that's Fats. how we have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Check out our Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all that fun stuff on the social media account. Go over to the Den Network and check out all those podcasts on that show. It's great shows, amazing stuff, good network. Check out Daddy o Sports on Instagram. Sarah's got some banger cards out there.
1: Today um, yeah. is Mustache Monday.
2: Oh, I love how every day has a theme. Saturday, Friday, Mustache Monday. What's the Tuesday? It. Taco Tuesdays. Taco Tuesdays? Do you have a baseball card with something eating a taco?
1: No, but I just want tacos on Tuesdays. Yeah. Why, so they, why, why would you change it up for a different slogan when Taco Tuesday is perfect? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Taco Tuesdays, everybody. What's next for Yeah.
2: All right. So that's going to do it. So for Sour Alex, I'm Dave Hogan, and we will catch you next time. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Hi, I'm Don Brody, a comedian with a history degree and the host of the podcast, Hilf, History I'd Like to Fuck. Each episode, I am joined by a new guest who has brought me a subject from history that they want to know more about. Then I hit the books, I dig deep in the anals, and stimulate. (laughs) We've covered Frankenstein, Houdini, Joan of Arc, Pompeii, the Salem witch trials, right? Join us. And find out for yourself that history is a party and everybody's coming.